shot's over. Look at Brian Russell slips, and Michael pulls up and buries the shot to give him a one-point lead. That may have been. Who knows what will unfold in the next several months, but that may have been the last shot Michael Jordan will ever take in the NBA. Watch Jordan's left hand here as he gives Russell the push. The referee can't see that. Jordan frees himself up for a clean look. The greatest thing about Jordan is he has all the tricks. That's why it's so difficult to guard him. If that's the last image of Michael Jordan, how magnificent is it? Here we are. Yeah, so what are you talking about? Let's let's just dive in. Let's dive, dive in like a diver. <laughs> Good analogy, Father analogy. Tim. Let us let's wow. dive in like a uh, who's a famous diver? Who's Jacques famous? Cousteau? No, he was an explorer. Do you know any favorite? Look at like in the Olympics, like Olympics divers. Oh, like, like Greg Luganus? Okay. Let's dive in like Greg Luganus. <laughs> <laughs> Try hard much? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought we'd talk about is uh, Michael Jordan. MJ. Let's do it. But there was this one part in, I think it was the last episode. Do you want to give like a brief, maybe people don't know what's going on with Michael Jordan these days? Or like what what the hype is? Sure. Why we might be talking about this. We have, have we not mentioned it on a podcast? I don't think so. I think I mentioned it in a homily then. Oh, okay. But there's a 10-part series put on from ESPN. It's two episodes that have been coming out yeah. every Sunday for the last five weeks. So cool. Yep. And for me, I grew up in the 90s, right? So uh, it's been sort of very... Uh, what's the word? Nostalgic? Yes. Thank yeah. you. Good word. Nostalgic brought me back to my childhood. And like I was like... A, I don't know if I was a basket case or anything. But what I would do is I'd watch the game. And I had one of these uh, basketball nets you put on top of a closet yeah, yeah. with a, like a little, it's not a rubber ball, it was lighter. It was like mm. a Nerf ball. And so I'd watch the game and I'd shoot baskets. So for every basket the bulls would make, I had like designated areas in the house. Like the door was a free throw. Like there'd be like a, if oh. Jordan or somebody made a 16 foot shot, I would, you had to go. I would, yeah mimic that shot wow basketball so nerd three hours of this oh my my, gosh. my family was probably like give it up yeah but you know we were very much tied to sports growing up yeah. i think yeah i've very much enjoyed the documentary of the series you, you've watched it mm-hmm. i assume what was your experience growing up with uh mj same thing i was a little younger so the the only ones I remember were the last ones, the the jazz. The second three P. The second three P, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember. Which and it was great and I got into it, absolutely. Yeah. I had a lot of respect for the jazz as well, with like John Stockton and Carl Malone and They were very good. Poster Tag or whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah. They were very good. But I mean that's the beginning of what I remember from the Bulls mm-hmm. in basketball. But there was this author, um, he wrote a book, I think it was called The Rare Air. Um, I think the, the author's name was Mark Vansel. And he said that Jordan's gift 
wasn't being able to jump high or run fast or shoot a basketball. So like, what is he about to say? Yeah. Um, he said that Jordan's gift was that he was completely present to the moment. That's what separated him from everybody else. He didn't... So, you know, he has... I don't know. He's probably the player with the most game-winning shots. Absolutely, I can't imagine yeah. a player with more game-winning shots than he has yeah. had. And the way he was able to, at least what this guy is saying, is the way that he was able to not let that moment overcome him, but um, is because he was fully present to that moment. I remember one part, I believe it was in the last episode or second, second to the last, one of the Bulls players was in a conversation with Michael Jordan about taking a, a shot that didn't happen yet like are you worried about the next three that you'll make and jordan responded why would i even think about like a shot that i haven't even made yet i have to be in the moment even make... taken yeah that i yeah. haven't even taken yet i'm concentrating on the one that i am taking now what he couldn't control to get inside his head he would say why would i think about missing a shot i haven't taken yet and when mm-hmm. it comes to the next moment, right. I will be in that moment. If yeah. that makes sense, yeah. So he didn't worry about what is coming ahead. Yeah. Can you see any obvious spiritual fruit that might come from, from that? Yeah. Device? Yeah. Uh, I've preached on this before, but just the idea of the sacrament of the present moment. Not an actual capital S sacrament, but when it comes to what the Lord desires of us, Jesus isn't in the past. He isn't in the future. He is present now in the present moment. And so we want to do his will in the present moment and we shouldn't be worrying about what is in the past. The past is important to grow and the future is important to look forward to, but to live in the present moment is where God is and where the Holy Spirit desires to work in us. Yeah. I find myself very much looking forward to being like, I can't wait till our church opens or I can't wait till, you know, I'm 10 years a priest. Yeah, yeah. Or I can't wait till this person starts, you know, being nicer to me or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Where that's, it's helpful to be hopeful. But then in terms of encountering God, we don't deal with the God of the future. You know, we deal with the God of the present moment. Mm -hmm. So I think what I strive to do, and I'm sure what you strive to do too, especially in prayer, to be as present as possible to God and to try to uh, let go of any anxieties or expectations, the things that will take me away from the present moment. Yeah, especially in our American culture and with a lot of younger people, we always have a desire to be to be somewhere else and to be doing something else at every moment. Like, I would rather be doing this right now. I would rather be over here right now. And that can be revealed right. on our phones. Right. Or on social media, because what am I doing right in this present moment? I'm escaping and wanting to be somewhere else with someone else, kind of doing something else instead of, no, what am I actually doing right now? Yeah. Can I really enter into the present moment? That's a good check on yourself. Oh, yeah. There was a medieval saint. I don't know. You know, he's not a saint theologian. His name is like Meister Eckhart. Have you ever heard of him? Oh, yeah. He's was asked what he does when he prays. And um, he said, I sit and I sink. I sit and I sink. So as to say, you know, I am f- trying to be as fully present to Ooh, where I am. Like to sit, oh, okay. Sit and sink. I thought it was like in the ocean or something. 
<laughs> Could have been. Who knows? You never know. But also, it's uh, you mentioned being present to other people, being present by not being on your phone when you're in front of them, but also trying to be present to what their needs are, what their desires are, what are they hungering for, and how you might be able to anticipate that is a sure sign of, of affection for them. It also draws you out of yourself so that you can try to seek to be as generous to their needs um, yeah. and not your own. And then the, the third one is being present to yourself. Uh, being present to your own desires, your own feelings, your own needs, mm-hmm. rather than ignoring them. I yeah. think I think I know myself. May, I just need to like maybe sit in silence sometimes, rather than trying to fill my day with whatever uh, a conversation or a phone call. Maybe I should just compose myself before those sorts of things. So yeah, being present to your own feelings, your own desires, your own wound, your own wounds, your own joys. What do you think about this? So, you know, in the documentary, it said being present to the moment. I sort of bristle up against that because I don't think you should really be present to like an object or an inanimate thing, like a moment. Oh, it's impersonal, right? Or, you know, you need to be present to your work. It's a very, I think it's a very, yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, I think we're called to be present to people at work, maybe people Mm -hmm. at school. Mm -hmm. So I think we're supposed to be present to people, others, God, and and ourselves. So I'd like to shout out the eighth graders who had their kind of graduation party in our parking lot. Graduating this week, they're going to be officially high school kids. Officially high school kids. The height of their life. Like to shout out Mama, Father Derek Ho, whose birthday it is on Monday. Oh, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Do do you want me to shout out my own mother? Let me shout her out. Alright, shout her out. Happy birthday, Mama. (laughs) (laughs) Father Tim had to remind me. But I remember now. (laughs) Mary C's Quarantined is a Mary C's of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.